Today on the Relationship Renovation Podcast, we're going to talk about the importance of being consistent in your relationship. When you make positive changes, how important it is for you to sustain those changes. We're going to talk about the common reasons that couples struggle to stay consistent. And we're going to talk about how that message of consistency lets your partner know that your relationship is a priority. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And my name is EJ Kerwin. And how are you today, hon? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm super excited. I mean, we continue to have a lot of growth here on the podcast, which is great. We're getting more and more feedback through in our show notes. There's that link to Gala. So make sure if there's anything you want to ask us or a topic you want to have us uh, talk about, please go ahead and just uh, click that link in the show notes. Or share an episode of someone you think might benefit from that. Absolutely. All right. So today's episode, I think it's like really great timing because, uh, you know, it's a, we're a few weeks into January. And, you know, we we sort of oftentimes come out of the gate in the new year with, with you know, resolutions mm. and intentions and all of that. And it can be really hard to stick to it, you know, because it's not easy to stick with new new patterns and new behaviors. And the context within, you know, sort of what we talk about relationships is that this work we talk about doing, you know, making your relationship a priority, having these daily check-ins, talking about difficult subjects, it is difficult. It is difficult. And I think the reason why we wanted to do this topic today is because yesterday I had just a phone call from a couple that's being seen here at the center and you know, like one of the partners said, it's just getting too hard. I don't want to do this anymore. And the other partner was just absolutely heartbroken because it it does, it gets really uncomfortable, but we've seen what happens if, when you move through that uncomfortable and, you know, EJ and I, we were talking about it. We we're just like, gosh, even we, who like were, we develop these skills, we use these skills, like we still get into really difficult places but it doesn't mean that we destabilize. And I think couples have to realize like that's the point we're trying to get couples to like, yes, this work is it is uncomfortable, but if you're having arguments now and like every argument's like, that's it, I'm we're done. That's just a sign that you're not stable right now. And that going through this work that you'll still have arguments, you'll still have conflict, but you will learn to trust your relationship and that it feels secure. So then when these arguments happen, it's okay. It's not like, oh, we're done forever. They still suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that the very nature of dealing with the the struggles in your relationship is that you are dealing with the struggles in your relationship. And a very high percentage of the couples that we work with come in and there are issues that they have known exist for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, and so it, it's no big surprise and and they've been adjutants, you know, for for sometimes years, sometimes decades. And so when you make your relationship a priority and you start checking in daily and you start 
finding a time to talk about things that are challenging between you and your partner, oftentimes there's a little bit of an upswing, like right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I see that a lot with couples where they're like, wow, these okay. like daily check-ins are really- We're here, this is cool. Yeah, it's like they're great. And, and we we're feeling a little more connected. But then there's either what we call like the messy middle. That's a Brene Brown term, but I love it. Yeah, so I stole yeah, it. Sorry, yeah, Brene. Absolutely. You can be on our podcast and talk about that. <laughs> Anytime. There's a point where it just gets sticky. And and so I, I'll relate this to us because we're, we're two people who use the tools pretty consistently. And so like just the check-in, is it all right if I kind of talk about this? Yes. And thank you for checking in to see if it's all right. That's, that's one tool right there. Absolutely. We always check in with each other to make sure it's okay to share. Yeah. Make, making sure that I'm not speaking for Tara or sharing something about her. And, and this, you know, obviously this is a podcast, but this is also something like in public mm. that if I'm going to share a story about us or if I'm going to be like, hey, you know, this happened, I need to look over to Tara and I need to say like, hey, is it okay if I share this? And make and then I trust that she'll tell me yes or no. And if even if we're in public and she's like, no, I'm not really comfortable with that. I'm like, okay, that's that's all good. So, you know, we check in pretty much every day, right? And there are times where we're doing our check-in and it's really kind of just light, you know, and it's like pretty easy and it doesn't cause any disruption. But I think it's been a, it's been kind of a stressful, you know, bit of time for us, I would say. And it was getting to the point where the check-ins almost were like creating disruption and we're doing our check-in literally at five in the morning yeah, was... And so like having that disruption like right away in the beginning of the day was tough. I think it was taxing both of us a little bit. We also knew that that is our only time to have conversation with the two of us before we are flooded with our day and our children. So that's when sometimes we have to have our difficult conversations. Yeah. But I, th I think what we did or we're doing a little bit is we adapted it, you know? So all of these tools, they, they're also like meant to be sort of highly adaptable to each, each couple, couple and making it work for you. And so one way we've adapted, I think in these, in this, this little bit of time is we've sort of stepped out of the structure of it because it seemed like that was agitating, but we're still sort of checking in in the morning. We're still sitting next to each other. We're still having a coffee we'll drop a couple of things that, that are going on, but we kind of pulled out of the structure of our feelings and our, our goals a little bit for a period of time because, and I, th I know we'll return to it, but it was like sand. It was like, it was grating on us a little bit. So we didn't give up on this time together that's really important. We stuck to that, but we adapted the tool a little bit. And I know like this morning, when I walked out of the house, cause we had had about, you know, our normal like half hour or so that we're together before I went to the gym. And I literally like did a little jig dance in the driveway. Cause I was like, ah, oh, we spent that time. And there was like no, no. tension whatsoever. Mm, yeah. You know, like it felt good. I'm walking out here feeling good. I walked out here. I know she's not agitated with me at all. But if we would have not stuck to it, you know, and that's our theme this week, if we would have not, if I would have just been, if Tara would have been like, you know, what, I'm sleeping in this extra 45 minutes. I don't care. This is annoying. He's a jerk every morning. If she would have done that, we would have pulled apart. And so we adapted the tool a little bit, mm -hmm. but we're sticking to the overall theme of it, 
which is that we connect every morning. That's true too. I'm reading this book. We're actually taking our staff through this Dare to Lead that was written by Brene Brown. And and, uh, she had used this example in the book where um, every moment with your partner is a time of connection or disconnection. You just have to choose and you try to choose wisely and you try to choose connection in every moment that you can, whether that's just sitting next to each other and having coffee. It doesn't, again, I think we got exhausted by the uncomfortable feelings that were happening with our check-in. It was like three or four days in a row. And so just like we attuned to each other, like, yeah, that's not what we need right now. And it was okay. It's like this very organic thing that happened. We didn't choose to not talk about feelings. We just think we both realized like, oh, our system's been a little fried. And so, yeah, we, we gave ourselves a little break in that way. And so again, that's okay. And I think what happens is... (laughs) So I'm thinking about another couple. It's not my couple that I see, but it's one of our other therapists and we were doing supervision around it. And uh, he's a stickler, a stickler about checking in every single morning. And I'm pretty sure one of them is a physician that works the night shift or whatever. And so they want to do it right when they get home. I can't remember. Anyway, it does not work for the other person. It's like, I please, like, I this is not a good time. And then the other partner will be like, well, no, we have to do it at this time. And I, I said, you have to stop that right now because that's gonna just reinforce any dysfunction that's already happening in your relationship. Like the check-in is about how do we make time for each other that both works for us where we can really check in in a tune. And so if you're, you've got one partner trying to control that, again, it's not gonna create the positive connection that we're trying to do with the check-ins. Yeah. Yeah. So whether it's a new year's resolution or you have gone to therapy and you have some new things that you know, you want to try in your relationship or you're listening to this podcast and you're taking some of our tools out. Tara, why do you think couples would struggle to stick to it, that they might let it just kind of like fall back into the old patterns? Um, Like, you really want me to answer this? Of course. Because we're humans and just that's what we do. (laughs) We are biologically like inconsistent creatures. It's hard. We're we're inconsistent in making a change. We're very consistent in in our like just habitual behaviors that we're trying to break out of, right? I mean, that's the thing. Like we see so many couples and even though change starts to happen, that's like disruptive. Even though it's positive change, they want to like, it's like that system of homeostasis. They want to stay in that unconscious dysfunction just because it's so much easier than having to do all the work. And, and I think that's why we do call it like the sticky middle or the messy middle, because like you come in, you start the process, you start to learn new ways of um, being with each other. You start to learn new concepts around attachment and who you are and how your nervous system works and how your nervous system works with the other person. And, and then all of a sudden, right? Like however many weeks in the system starts to shift And all of a sudden you will see this like despair in the relationship, whether it's a regression. And we know because we've been doing this so long, we're like, oh my God, that's the sticky middle. It's happening. And I say, stay. This is where usually couples will be like, we're never coming back. I know some of you listeners have heard this before, but it's so 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Important. Like, this is the moment, and I remind couples in the very first session there will be a moment for most couples that you don't want to come back. That is the moment of change. That is where you have to stick through it. And that's, that's where all of our clinicians here are the cheerleaders for that couple. Like, I know this feels bad, but trust me, this is the point where it's actually shifting. And unconsciously, it's trying to stay in this dysfunction because that's easier. Give it just a couple of weeks, a couple more sessions, and I promise there's this other side to it because it is a lot of changes that your brain is making, that your nervous system is making in regards to reacting differently in situations with your partner. And so I always help couples realize like, yes, you know, our program here is four to five months. So you're already going to like shift and your brain is going to shift and the way your nervous system is functioning is going to shift. But even after you leave here, like this change that's happening is going to continue for a year, two years to really feel like it's solidified into this new way. And so just having couples be really prepared that like there is no quick fix to relationship messiness, that it takes effort, intentionality, receptivity to change. And to know that like, yes, you're getting support to learn all these new skills. But even after that, like it's still really clunky. And again, EJ and I, we've, you know, we've been together for a decade now and we've, we still go through arguments and feelings of uncomfortable. And like that part of me that's like, oh, this is just too hard. I don't even know. But I quickly am like, oh, I know where that comes from. It's okay. We're okay. Even though it doesn't feel okay, like there's trust that it will be okay. And it takes a little bit of time and a little bit of trust to trust that. Well, and I think that trust piece like really fits into also the challenge is that you're dealing with two people, mm. you know, and whether you're, you know, just sort of like trying to make a shift together without help or you're, or you're getting help, the nature of two people is we're very different, you know, and we have different obstacles and we have different sort of, uh, you know, discipline in, in making change. And so because you're not with a carbon copy of yourself who's, you know, experiencing a peak at a peak and a, and, a, and a low at a low, that it becomes disruptive because, you know, one person is more committed to the change or one person is more comfortable with that particular change or one person is really being triggered by what's going on. And then those dynamics make it hard to create like momentum. You know, and, and it also feeds back into what Tara was saying about how there's like this, you know, sticky part of making change where if one person's more tolerant 
of that, you know, mm-hmm. or, or another person is just more hopeful and the other person is just like, oh my God, this is just horrible. Let's just stop. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's just, it's just hard because it has to be, you know, you kind of each have to be the cheerleader mm-hmm. or the motivator at different, times. at different times. I think that's definitely something that um, we've gotten actually pretty good at, you know, as far as like trying to learn when is the time that I have to be the one who like really Carries advocates through. F- yeah, for some sort of connection, you know, and, and when is the time that Tara has to really get my head back into things? You know, that's where one of the things we do at the very beginning with our couples is we we have them sign a contract that they're like, hey, we are making our relationship a priority. We're putting a time aside weekly to do this. That if there's like an origin point in making a change where you just both say like, yes, we're gonna do this. We're gonna have each other's back. We're gonna be okay reminding and motivating each other. You know, that's the beauty of trying to make the changes though together, right? Is that is yeah. that you have a partner. It's like, you know, somebody who who's showing up at the gym with you every morning at 5 a.m. You know, you got to show up and in your relationship, you got to show up. It's creating a new habit, but this new habit creates freedom in so many different areas. Yeah. Why is sticking to it worth it? Like, why is it worth it going through that sticky thing in the middle? Why is it worth it to have these like massively, you know, uncomfortable conversations at times? For me and for many individuals and couples I've worked with, it builds resilience. It builds resilience and it builds tolerance, right? I think, you know, when we're fighting a lot or there's a lot of stuff going on in a relationship, there's not a lot of tolerance or resilience. And so that's why couples are, they're like on shaky, shaky ground. And to me, it's about my nervous system, right? Like my nervous system didn't like all of that stuff before. So shoo, shoo, get away, flee, fight, whatever you got to do. And now it's like, I can handle it because I've built resilience and my nervous system has built tolerance to handle uncomfortable moments. And I don't go into flight, fight, freeze as much as I used to. And so not only is it worth it for the relationship, right? Because it takes the reactivity out and I get to see you and feel you and have more compassion for us. And I'm not in my own like little ego state of frantic, like flight, fight, freeze. It helps me in all areas of my life. It When I build tolerance and resilience inwardly and in our relationship, It helps my parenting and it helps my relationship with my children. It helps my relationship with our staff here in our business. Like I just have way more tolerance for very difficult things. So, and to me, that's vulnerability because really we shut off our vulnerability when things get uncomfortable. We're like, and we know we don't want to, we're not going to do this. I'm not going to stay in here. But because I've built that tolerance and resilience, I am now vulnerable to the people that are amazing and safe around me. Sorry, that was a really long answer to your question. No, I mean, I I just, as soon as you started that and you said it builds resilience, I was like, wow, that, you just like nailed it right there. I know, know? I'm really good. You know, it's that if you, if you're consistently having these, these conversations with your partner and you're saying like, hey, sometimes they, they turn out really connecting and really lovely. And sometimes they're pretty neutral and whatever. And, and sometimes they're, they're difficult you're sort of building this sense experience that you guys can handle it all, yeah. you know? And and that's like the ultimate promise we sort of make 
to each other at when we when we good take times a vow, and right? Bad, yeah, that's baby. the promise that is that we're going to be able to get through the really tough stuff. We're going to be able to have fun, you know. And I think that like there's this real disconnect from that eventually, especially if we go through a prolonged difficult time. But I mean, that's something that we can vouch for a hundred percent. Is oh, yeah. we love each other. I think we have a great relationship, but we have we have gone through prolonged, difficult times, you know, and and I think that has to be okay. It again that I know that we've talked about a lot. The main purpose of this is like we're normalizing like relationships are hard, and you start off strong, and then you just kind of get exhausted, and it's hard to be consistent, and it's hard to prioritize, and it's hard to learn new things, and then there's so many things, but. The reason why it's so important is because when you get through all of those and you stay, you don't leave and you're in it together, you create secure functioning, secure attachment. And with secure attachment, A, you get to model that for your children, which is significant. B, you get to feel that for yourself, which feels warm and gooey and fuzzy. Like, man, I can, I'm with this person no matter what. They love me for all my imperfections and all and even though we go through shit times, like it's good. And I think there's so many of us that we never had that relationship where it was secure ever. You know, I met with a couple yesterday for a consultation and they've never had a secure relationship. They're trying to do this together, but they have no idea what that looks like. Like, yeah, no, I I get it. Like that's the diamond in the rough, if you will. And secure doesn't mean no conflict. So, you know, our overall point today was we got to stick to it. You know, we have to make our relationship a priority. We have to find systems that sustain connection, that allow and create time for discussing difficult topics. We need to be consistent in our connection with our partner. And it's not the easiest thing to do, but it is 100% worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, not not to do a shameless plug or anything, but the easiest way to begin making a consistent change with your partner is to have some structured way to do it. And so whether that's perhaps a couple's counseling or reading a book together, or we have a wonderful online program, Relationship Renovation at Home, that's available through our website under our online products, you know, having a way in which mm-hmm. to create that weekly time and having some guidance in doing it will help you create new trends in your relationship that then become very like repeatable and automatic mm-hmm. in the long term once you've done them long enough, if you stick to it. Absolutely. I, I also think uh, just to add one more, if this is a conversation that you even want to start having with your partner, like, hi, hey, how do we prioritize our relationship more or be more intentional? I really think there's something about walking together. You're in your body, you're doing bilateral stimulation, left brain, right brain. And it helps you not get stuck in like where you might be kind of limited in your relationship or where you might be angry or resentful. So I really encourage couples to go on walks together, maybe they don't even talk, but they're just spending some time like being in their body, being next to each other. Even so. if you have two crazy dogs making, that was you us feel last sh- night. making you feel shameful that you have <laughs> schizophrenic dogs. <laughs> oh, well, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we really, we always hope our podcast helps however many people that you connected 
to it with it. And again, we're always grateful if you know somebody where this episode might feel like, oh, I think that they would really benefit from that. That makes our hearts happy. So yeah. Absolutely. We'll have a wonderful day, everyone out there and Tara. As always, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.